0: Hello 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 and welcome to Bitches with Beards and on today's episode I asked a question 50 episodes in, will Daniel ever let me show our pilot episodes the light of day? Oh no,
1: (laughs) the bitch will be back before that happens
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas
1: But in truth we're just a couple of bitches with beards I'm Max, and I'm Daniel, and we
0: both have opinions. So
1: let's get this party started.
0: Cheers!
1: Cheers! Happy
0: fiftieth episode. Yeah. Eyes, eyes, eyes. I- sips, I-
1: sips, I- sip. I- sips. Mm.
0: Oh, cheers! Oh, and the hubs oh, is here. Oh, I, I have. And we have an extra special guest. Hi. It's Mother of Big Ginge. Way, is mine. Yay. Daniel, I have to ask, before we begin... Yes? How did you defy dress code this week?
1: <laughs> I wore a chunky sweater instead of my uniform on whatever day it was I went in. Tuesday? You naughty thing. No, no, no. Wednesday, Wednesday. I was like, no, chunky sweaters today.
0: I wore Timberlands.
1: It was so horrible that day. Like, the also, wind was blowing. No but...
0: grip on anything else. I, uh, yeah. I actually thought I looked quite young and hip in my Timberlands and black... black black trousers. Oh, I know. Nice. Very nice. I wore my Greg's hat as well. No one had any idea what the hell I was wearing <laughs> in my head. You were just a mishmash of style, weren't you? But I have to say, i before probably got on over a week, uh-huh. does it, feel, it always feels weird, though, that we have to, like, like, wearing scarves post-Christmas. <laughs> like, I feel like also we had this full sense of security. We had a really mild Christmas.
1: Right. But the thing that kills me is, like, most of my neighbourhood still has up their Christmas lights, so it's idyllic right now, but it's just, like, he should have been down weeks ago. But you're a rich neighbour. I know! I <laughs> like, know! They can hire people <laughs> to do that. I, I thought they had, but they hadn't. Like, they were all on this morning. Like, I went out and I was just like, what is going on? Well, it's not the
0: season for Christmas. No, it's not. It is cuffing season. Yes. I had to look up what that means. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh. Did like, you not
1: know what cuffing season was? Well, are? no, I'm married.
0: We don't need to cuff.
1: Okay. Well, you sort of long-term cuffed. <laughs> I
0: long-term cuffed. I was like a bit like, oh, just to hook up when it's cold? Yeah. the cost of living that much, you can't afford a pet bill?
1: Yeah, it's typically from October to after Valentine's Day is cuffing season. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You gotta get through the holidays. Like, they're also your dates during that time. Does it end on a...
0: February fifteenth.
1: No, typically you you wait until like February twenty eighth or so, like you know March first.
0: blow like. blowjobs day.
1: Yeah, get them out the door. Do you want that one? Yes, I do know about that <laughs> one. I do know about that one.
0: On that note, how's your Martin Luther King Jr. weekend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Before that, you have
0: a messy bitch. I do because you a, are a messy bitch. I cannot wait. This is I, no, I'm I do have
1: a messy bitch. So listeners, I misspoke last week. Um, I said that there was no such thing as um, pre-Broadway tours for theatrical productions and guess what there currently is for the revival of The Wiz so that's also news at the same time The Wiz is coming back to Broadway but it's going on a pre-theatrical tour It's done it No it's going on it Well
0: because it came through DC a couple of months back
1: it's still on no, it's then. still on uh, yeah. they're
0: taking their time
1: yeah well yeah I don't think they're premiering until June
0: they should click oh. their silver slippers and get back into you know move a bit faster He's
1: on down that road no, no I do like he
0: doesn't like The Wiz as much I do like The Wiz I like The Wiz I like the film it's like Cats it was a Cats of its day it was nuts I had it no was, idea what it was, was better going than cats.
1: on it was better than Cats we'll have a debate
0: about that another time uh, yes
1: another time for another day <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how was your week though? My
1: week was very nice We've had not one but two snow days On two different <laughs> days of the week So I uh, stayed home today And it was home on but you, Tuesday We didn't
0: get them though It's not like everything's no, I mean, dumb.
1: No, I was teleworking the entire time yeah. That's the federal government for you But it was just nice being home And being like, ooh, I'm cosy Drinking my tea And not having to be in cubicle land
0: I do think that Yeah, my, my um Pajama stroke office wear home office where it needed to be like stripped off me by the end of it
1: oh just yeah yeah. there gets a point there was it's a waft like, it's like it's too long in the pajamas I did maybe. smell
0: like one of bugs farts by the end of it
1: oh well that's why you have to do like I do and put on fresh clothes every single day and shower
0: oh, god la dar rich area <laughs> At least my
1: lights are down.
0: <laughs> Our lights are down.
1: <laughs> they are. So we did
0: look like a of frost. We only finally got the um the Christmas trees out of that that da- the damn guest room today. Oh
1: well, there you go.
0: A squirrel found its way in there.
1: Just the one. Just the one. Just the one, dear.
0: Not even a real one. Yeah. So how about that? Had you? We had a nice MLK weekend, though.
1: Yeah, we had a recorder palooza, is what I'm we calling it.
0: palooza. Like. We can't say what we were recording, though. Oh, don't worry, one listeners. episode, one, one thing you did here, but mm,
1: mm. There, there, were, there was more that was
0: recorded. It's
1: coming, listeners. Don't worry, it's
0: coming, yeah. We'll work that one out actually. Um, yeah. but no, we had we went for brunch mm-hmm. and we were joined by the priest
1: who was a little bit surly. I'm gonna call him up, certainly. Yeah,
0: and well, we meant to be going out anyway. And then our friend Stephen was like, Can we go get brunch? And I was like, Okay, mm-hmm. but Daniel's joining, we're recording, and you were like, Well, the priest is coming, and then well. Then the baby, bells did ring out, didn't they? To then, herald, because <laughs> the baby priest the baby pain. priest turned up resplendent in black and dog collar. and yes. even though it was M A M A L weekend, not a leather dog collar, a real white dog collar. It truly. Well, wasn't, in an Italian restaurant, he gave the staff a shock of anything.
1: They're like, "Father is here." Like, must serve him.
0: And he did speak like that. He had an air about him, like he was going to bless. He did.
1: It. I, I feel like the you know collar sort of held the head up just a little bit higher than normal. Like he had to, you know. He kissed aerobrine. my
0: forehead and I grew back my third leg. It was quite amazing.
1: <laughs> you felt blessed. I felt blessed.
0: <laughs> and then we did... Well, actually I have to say, I know we shouldn't say this because we do like the place, but the uh, pizzeria, Lupe Pizzeria, mm-hmm. had one server on and that guy never let one drink in he a full restaurant go no empty. Even though there was a bunch of 20-year-old straight people looking like they've never been in a restaurant without Mummy and daddy's credit card before
1: oh it was true they were all like oh let's do this let's do that and then they were like lining up in the bathroom and i was like faster people faster
0: (sighs) i can't i can't but then we went then we did the naughty thing that me and you do together when the husbands aren't here yes we went book shopping
1: yes we did Oh, it was oh, so good. We went we did, to Kramer's. <laughs> I did
0: have to... All, I did Coco Chanel it, and, you know, I grabbed everything, and then took the last thing off.
1: Right. Because <laughs> you were holding three, and you're like, oh, this one back. Yeah,
0: I know, but I've got June, fine. I'm gonna read june which I'm really excited to do after all these years, and also the third Thursday Murder Club. Mm-hmm. That's after Miriam Margolis, then before
1: one of yours. Right. I've got two Ruth Wears, which will be... Probably April and June. I Am think. I still one. I've never read one. That might be. It might be a new experience. A di- I have a different. You where always have green. a good
0: recommendation for yeah. me. Remember, JR. It was a bit of an old-fashioned DC brunch day.
1: Yeah, and then afterwards, you and I came back and
0: and had two bottles of wine. The next yeah. day, Nelly didn't record. <laughs> yep. We <laughs> <'Cause> were. <laughs> I got a little bit floaty that night. I think.
1: I was hung over that night. <laughs> but then
0: the next day, we did do... Because, you know, everyone accused us of being very niche culture. And mm-hmm. we did the very broad thing after recording our podcast on Sunday of having Charlotte Ramplin brunch. So, obviously, everyone knows who Charlotte Ramplin is and why you'd have to have a Charlotte Ramplin brunch. But
1: it was the best brunch. We had bagels. We had schmear.
0: We had schmear.
1: And we, you know, had Charlotte Ramplin. I felt bad.
0: Up. I found a jar of capers <gasps> i know you bastard i know i know i know it i should have got them out
1: oh oh that would have made the thing perfect I like know. it was already delicious don't get me wrong but i felt would... bad i
0: did feel bad for like five yeah. seconds i don't feel bad did you long. did
1: you at least eat the capers with the rest of the spread
0: yes okay, i had good. them yeah. okay okay good, well because the hubs got trapped because they they delayed the buffalo game apparently buffalo will always play on time Ball, really bullshitter there wasn't it? <laughs> Two days into his trip, I'm coming home Tuesday. Tuesday, yes. He got? He, he was there, but I had. To, I I I, had to, I went along my own to the um, the bar, and it was oh. quite nice. Oh, I stood there, baking hot because there's the trouble with the bills, right? Yeah. Love them to death, but they're all their fucking. Gear is cold weather gear, isn't it? Everyone's sweating their bollocks off.
1: Right, and if you're in a bar in D.C. at that point... It's one mm-hmm. in, one out. Yeah.
0: Unlike the rest of people at MAL.
1: Um, well, we've heard lots about that, haven't we? Yes. From some...
0: But aside from that, decent amount of snow this week. It was a very snowy week.
1: Uh, it was a very snowy week. We had, what, eight inches total between the two snowstorms? Like, yes, yeah. uh,
0: unless you're at MAL.
1: Um, well, then you could have also had a snowstorm of eight inches.
0: There's a mother in the room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, our listeners are cultured. (laughs) They know.
0: well jesus christ daniel i need a drink so who what are we holding in our hands as we wander around ina's snowy garden
1: oh our snowy garden tonight not barefoot
0: though she's wearing a nice pair of sensible warm shoes i was gonna Uh, say she's got uggs on yeah she's got uggs she's got nice uggs not that trashy ugg but nice uggs good ugg very
1: good ugg um so for our 50th episode we are drinking Gruet champagne it's a little bit pink a little bit bubbly I thought it was appropriate for 50.
0: Cheers. Happy 50. If you don't look a day over 65.
1: Well, you look, you know, four days over 72. So there we go.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I'm the same age as my mother-in-law, which will bring us nicely to our gagged and (laughs) gooped. A little bit early. (laughs) I was going to get us a birthday cake. And then I was like, I'm not paying $10 for a cupcake at Whole Foods. No,
1: no, we don't need a birthday cake. Don't worry about that. I got the champagne. It was more than enough, really.
0: Well, I'm glad we've got some alcohol. Because this week, Mm. gay news. Was everywhere. Last week, mother mothered. Mm. Taylor Swift played mother with the teapot and served us. Kept pouring. Kept Kept pouring. pouring. But in a neat way. Yes. It was, it was sugar cubes, bits of milk. Sugar cubes. This week was a sloppy ass fucking mess. It
1: was just tea everywhere, like stories coming. I had all of my news by Monday, we'll put it that way. Mine
0: kept coming today, would well, I stop. Ha- in my face, in my face, in my face. I
1: also had a few that popped up today, so we'll see what's covering. So the- we don't know what each other's gonna basically uh, no, say no, next. This is the first time. So do you wanna go first or should I do a couple first? You do a couple and I'll do a couple and then we'll do some more couples
0: start off some sad news mm. Schmigadoon is not going to get a season 3
1: yes I sent that one to you but yeah. you also knew it before
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, very sad uh, they wrote it with 25 new songs right they haven't said yet because they still think it might get on another channel mm. uh, um, um, uh, maybe Paramount but then Paramount just the, the cancelled Rise of the Prince Ladies yeah. that cast is pretty shit hot they're going to have to move quickly before contracts expire mm. I was hoping I could going to do mega musicals Le like Miserables or like Schmantum and Shmopra Schmicken and Schmid. Or Schmicked 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 would be a later one That would be the fourth season mm-hmm. Talking of old things that won't stop singing uh, Madonna is being sued by the gays <laughs> Is this on your list? Oh, no it's
1: not on my list But have I the story
0: The story is fucking hilarious Madonna oh. is being sued by the gays Habs have you seen this one?
2: No <gasps> What is Madonna
0: oh. famous for at her concerts? Botox no. No. no What else is she legendary for doing?
2: Being incredibly late, they're yes.
0: suing her for false advertisement on the title because she did not turn up till ten thirty to start it. It finished at one, and they're like, "We had work the next day." Isn't
2: it past her bedtime? Isn't she
1: like, well, that's not one hundred and ten at this point. That's neither here nor Man. here I'm about Nespresso, but you know. <laughs> yes, she's
0: about the age of Mama Ginge, Ging. <laughs> and Mama Ginge looks way better than Madonna. Yes. But I, no, I, I you know what, I, I'm a little bit like it is Madonna, but at the same time is it feels like she's been doing this a lot and it's not the first time actually they've tried to sue her for this.
1: No, no, but I mean, the antics have been going up in recent years, I feel like, with her and being late. Like,
0: if you say you're the ultimate professional, you're two hours late
1: like drag queens are earlier than you i'm just saying
0: yeah well someone put up i read the comments on it someone said oh well it, we, you should expect this and the person replied with elton john came out at eight on the dot yeah well there we go yeah i think no, i think she takes the piss i you expect half an hour but i'm sorry but 10:30, especially in england mm-hmm. you can't have a concert past 11 pm because of uh sound uh, laws yeah you, you, you can get you get fined for every minute you go over 11 well, a lot of it's residential areas. Yeah. You know, you, I mean, I know you, you lived there but after a certain time. That was also almost gonna be a gagged and goop. The yeah. other one that it was is gonna be a gagged this I've got two semi gagged and goops okay. and one okay. more hard gagged and gooped. huh. We have a debate one between the two of us. Oh a that we weren't sure how we were gonna do, but we, so it I don't remember was, this conversation and I was so The this question week. is <laughs> did Sarah Marierez get fired for and just like that Oh. because no one likes her character mm. Che Diaz which uh, probably uh, yeah. um, or because of views on Palestine
1: oh 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 well I didn't realize it was that this, yeah, that has come up oh because I was thinking that the story arc was over with Che so I was just like mm, yeah I can't I-? do another comedy
0: concert yeah it's a comedy fucking concert
1: right I, I thought it was just like the character had run its course so I did not know this side of the story so you have just educated me
0: I don't know either. I know what she said about Palestine. Quite frankly, it ain't my place. Right. But that's it. That's That was the question on that one. Mm-hmm. Right. There's two mystery ones. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say one mystery one for a bitter end. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Of this bit. Because it's, it's a story I need to read the article because it's confusing.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: But this one's for you, buddy.
1: Oh, dear us.
0: Uh, one Miss Annie Potts has oh. spoken oh. about her next role. Oh,
1: oh, Do you oh. know
0: what her next role is going to be? I have
1: no clue. Wait, is this Ghostbusters?
0: Ghostbusters. Yes. So she was in... I finally Sorry. watched Ghostbusters <laughs>
1: Afterlife. <laughs> i got to break your table over here as we're recording. So I did
0: finally watch Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife over uh-huh. the weekend, which was excellent. It's gutted I missed it at the cinema, but... Mm-hmm. And she, she cameos. it. She has an extended cameo as yeah. Janine... Uh, so it's um, Egon's uh, daughter because Harold Ramis has died Don't excellent cameo of him in it They did mm-hmm. very good work of CGI made it uh-huh. a very lovely you know ghosts or goat you know, thing but yeah. his daughter inherits his house his daughter's played by Carrie Coons oh yes and very Ooh. interesting to see her as a yeah
1: I don't know that I would see that
0: yeah maybe we should watch it we should, cause yeah, she's the next yeah. one as well yeah but um, Janine appears briefly um, as Janine because Annie was in uh, the all-female version, mm-hmm. but I believe she, they, none of them played Ghostbusters. Right. They they cameoed as other characters, whereas mm-hmm. in this one they all played the, their characters. Right. So she appears to say, "Oh, he you know he he loved you. This was his house. There's more mm-hmm. going on here, and you know very much like the passing of the yeah, torch." Yeah, yeah. Do you know what the big news is about the new... She's dropped about the new one. No. She gets to suit up. She's, <gasps> she's going to be the fourth Ghostbuster.
1: Oh my gosh. Any parts so much. Anyways.
0: She mm-hmm. has revealed... Though, I've seen a photo. Mm-hmm. She's revealed she will not have a proton pack though. Wow. And she has said, I'm so pleased in in her words those things were damn heavy <laughs> and she goes I'm too old for a proton pack well, but no she will be a ghostbuster the new one
1: oh that makes me so and happy she's very
0: excited apparently that
1: makes me so very happy about that
0: right I'll let you go and then I'll go on to my final one see if my one's actually not got revealed
1: oh well I don't know that it will get revealed so congratulations to Elton John who became an EGOT winner Sounding
0: just that like Dolly it. I haven't?
1: know. <laughs> According to what we were playing earlier, they were one <laughs> and the same. So he won um, at this week's most recent Emmys for Elton John Farewell from Dodger Stadium. So it was part of his farewell tour. Yeah, that's tour. how you do it yeah. now, isn't it? That's how oh, you yeah. sing is you do a special. You do a special. You would go out on a high note. Like he did it at Dodger Stadium, which I think was one of his first... Venues he played in the US. Did
0: he come out when he did the baseball costume? Did he come out as the Dodger? Is that a Dodger? Yes, I think
1: he was a Dodger in there. Oh, get yeah. us looking
0: at our niche media.
1: I Sport know. And Sir I know. And we do have a little bit more with sports. So it was announced this week that one Jason Kelsey, one of our favorite players for obvious reasons. Yes, Daddy Kelsey. Is retiring after 13 seasons. His knees must be vast. Well, he's thirty-six, so he is younger than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks like Zach
0: Galifianakis.
1: Galifianakis.
0: Like, like, well, you know. Yes. I mean, he's got a youngish face, but he doesn't hold himself in a. I would have said forty-two.
1: Oh yeah. Not in a
0: bad way. Yeah,
1: but... yeah. But I mean, honestly, he looks a lot older than you. And he keeps spoiling children. God, have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Well, he's got three. Maybe he can do that.
0: God, he probably have to. I bet. I bet you two more.
1: Oh, I can see two more. Yeah, two more. Two more. All right. We also have OpenAI CEO Sam Altman tied the knot on January 10th to his now husband Ollie Mulholland, who is Australian. Uh, so recently, in the past few weeks, he was the one that testified before Congress and was fired from OpenAI, then was brought back to OpenAI. Gay, apparently. So there we go. <laughs> Question is, who wrote the vows? It was the chat G. <laughs> chat G did it. Don't worry. All right. Last little bit of news before my last little one is that Raja made their catwalk debut in Paris Fashion Week walking for Louis Gabrielle Nushi.
0: Well, that body's
1: stunning. And looked stunning in the outfit. Like stunning silver suit. Was gorgeous with the hair, all I'm saying.
0: How does Raja? Because Raja's not young. Upper
1: 40s? Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Raja's got a body of a much younger person. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: Carried very well, looked very stunning. It was one of these, like, I was looking through the Fashion Week photos and I was like, oh.
0: 49. I said upper 50s. I do love love that she's got that silver hair going. She just is like, I'm going to be an older queen.
1: Well, it's one of these, like, I was, like, looking through the photos of Fashion Week. I'm like, that person looks familiar. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Raja. And I was like, no, it's not. And then I, like, looked at the caption, made their debut in, you know, Paris Fashion Week. So, Good for them. Yeah. All right. You can go with your news. But this was meant to be a gagged and goot. Uh-huh.
0: But it's the stupidest story of... That's what A story... I don't even know how to begin with this one.
1: Uh,
0: uh-huh. Are you going to see the U.M.A.F. U.V.A.W. film Argyle?
1: Oh, this is the one that was allegedly written by Taylor Swift. Yes. By so Taylor they've Swift? admitted
0: it's not written. This is the news. Yeah. They've not... This is the stupidest thing I've I... ever... Part of my language fucking hurts.
1: So here's the thing. I like Henry Cavill and the man from uncle. I don't necessarily know that I want to see him in this one though.
0: I do. Well, I adore Bryce Hose Howard. Right. Um, She was conceived in Dallas. Yes. No, that's Yes, yes. You know, it's yes, true that yes. Robin Howard names his kids after where they were conceived. Yeah. Do you ever see um, Development? Uh-huh. And there was another Howard daughter, Rebel Alley. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he narrates it. So everyone's
0: like, he, he's basically admitting he's got an illegitimate daughter conceived in an alley. And that's uh, why I love Ron Howard, quite frankly. Uh, so, yeah, Matthew Vaughan, um, who is
1: very mm, Oh. Yeah, I oh, know. Because
0: oh. well, his wife's called Yashifa.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well. Claudia Schuffer.
0: Um, Director of Argyle, and Argyle is a film about... I think it goes... Actually, it's going to go into it. It's clearing up things and shutting down... And Sorry, this is a deadline article. Mm -hmm. Credit where credit is due. It's clearing up things and shutting down conspiracy theories that claim Taylor Swift wrote the book on which the film is based.
1: Mm, Yes. Now,
0: I mean, I have to say that the level of... Massacre Fletcher, um, Wagger for Christie that went on to come to these conclusions mm-hmm. really should be applauded and I cannot wait for the Paramount Plus miniseries. Mm-hmm. Swifties are accustomed to the Bejeweled singer dropping Easter eggs about her upcoming projects and many fans believe Swift was behind the Bryce Dallas Howard starring film. Among the Swifties convinced the pop star wrote the source material for the film was Vaughan's daughter, who mm. I'm guessing is probably stunning because they always take after their mothers. Right.
1: And isn't it part of this because of the cat that they're using is like the, the cat, same... cat, yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's the same it's breed. It's genius. Like,
0: yes. It's almost a good level of conspiracy but I need to get out of my system. Yeah. I'm not a big internet guy but it was actually my daughter who came up to me this is the power of celebrity on in the internet and said... You never told me Taylor wrote the book, Vaughn said in an interview with Rolling Stone. I was going to read that interview, but they wanted me to pay for it. I'm like, fuck that shit. No, we
1: don't Um,
0: (laughs) And I'm looking at her going, what are you talking about? Taylor Swift wrote the book. I'm pretty much guessing seeing his films, he said, what the fuck are you talking about? But (laughs) anyway, um, she didn't write the book. Mm. Keep scrolling. Uh, Jason Fuchs is credited as a screenwriter, but questions have arisen about the source material. When the project was announced, it was said the film would be based on an unreleased novel by first-time author Ellie Conway. Inconsistencies in the spelling of the author's name only added to the confusion. Well And in the that, conspiracy, yeah. yeah. With some drawing up theories that it was just a pen name and in line with the movie's storyline. So that those who don't know is a storyline is about an author who writes a mystery novel um, a, a, a spy novel that they realise is kind of vaguely real.
1: It's a story within a story Story. situation.
0: Yeah, Howard plays the central character of Ellie Ellie Conway, a spy novelist who then finds herself in the middle of a spy drama that resembles a lot of the situation she has written. An undercover spy shows up in her life to save her and her Scottish fold cat, Alfie. And she soon finds out nothing is what it seems. Swift fans came to the conclusion that the author of Argyle could be her her drawing some parallels like the cat that looks yeah. similar to Swift's P-li- p-line fact
1: <laughs>
0: now which one because if Brian was here you'd know which one it was
1: isn't it Ella
0: Olivia Benson Olivia no, you no. need to leave
1: now sorry I knew it wasn't Benjamin Button
0: other clues were that Swift is known to use the pen names of ghost, of ghost writing like Rihanna's this is what I, you came for which she co with her now ex Calvin Harris under the pseudonym Nils Schoenberg
1: I, I didn't know that.
0: Vaughn assures that the Argos book is real, adding that it's a real book and it is really a good book. There's an Eddie Conway who wrote the book and it's not
1: Taylor Swift. Yeah, it was in Kramer's last week. Yes. Like, it what was a lot there. Of books like, are... There was a stack what of them right of... there. There's a real book. Jurassic <laughs> Park's rights went before the
0: book was released. It's yeah. very common that they look at two polls. And actually, a lot of books I think are only released because of that. Oh, yeah. I think Legally Blonde was only released because it was. Could be wrong, this is Max saying this, not Daniel. But um don't sue me. Me. don't sue me, <laughs> sue me is not him. But I think Legally Blonde was purchased before the book was released, and I think the only reason the book got mm. released was because it had been purchased. Sort of like yeah. how the Miramax people used to sell the VHS rights before the film got funded. Mm. That's another story we will doing that another time. Yeah. So basically it turns out Taylor Swift did not write the latest spy novel starring Hayon Cavell which oh, after this year was a bit of a weird one.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That story, I know it's a weird story, but I literally sat that open mouth going, are you fucking kidding me right no, now? No, it was the news. It truly was the news.
1: All right, so I'll, I'll do my one last little story, my last little I'm one.
0: excited. Finish me off, Daniel. Finish me off. All
1: right, so we know how I love fashion, but I am not going to be talking about the Emmys. I couldn't, I couldn't tell. They, they were pared down. Thank you. Thank you so very much. However, there was one person who won the fashion at the Emmys. Selena Gomez in that wonderful Oscar de la Renta, oxblood, and sheer dress. It was fantastic. But my news is, if you're a gay of a certain age, like myself, you might remember that she starred in one little Disney show called Wizards of Waverly Place.
0: Never had it in England, it's too old for it.
1: She is coming back in the sequel series where they're rebooting the Wizards of Waverly Place. The main character is going to be Justin, and she will be starring in it as Alex Russo. I so heard she's
0: going to be in the first episode. But he's going to be the main star.
1: Right. Isn't he kind of hunky now, the brother? He was hunky then.
0: I never watched it. I will firmly admit I was too old for the Disney the Plus Disney+ stuff. David
1: Henry was so so my type. Anyways. <laughs>
0: I kind of saw a photo and the dad was really hot. Oh, nothing. Because that's Dr. Louise's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, he
1: was kind of hunky because he used to be in photo yeah. up from the sun years back. He was. Yes, he? Yes, so anyways, Selena Gomez, she's she's taking over. She's told taking you, over she's I told you, she's having it. a minor moment. I think we might get an album from her
0: this year. I think it's coming.
1: Yeah, I think I, it's and coming. And I
0: really hope there's one track where um, Steve Martin plays on it.
1: Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, I would
0: really love that.
1: Oh, yes. yes. Um,
0: I do have a side news to that, though. Mm-hmm. Update. Yes. Mama, My mother uh-huh. was not impressed by the Golden Globes this year in terms of fashion, but I did send her Issa Rae's. Um, dress oh, yes. and mm-hmm. she said that is perfection and the, probably the one most original thing that happens yes so mother has spoken mother has mothered there's one thing we do on this podcast mothers we either run in fear or we listen to what they say
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> walk away from the spirit.
0: <laughs>
1: so Daniel
0: what was culture for you this week because it
1: has been a good, it's a good week for culture it's been a good week for culture I don't know that I'm going to live up to it with my culture but here we go so my food of the week, I tried a brand new frozen recipe from Whole Foods. It was their Chinese fried rice with chicken. Actually, not that bad. Comes together in about 10 minutes. Does it feel like takeout? Absolutely. I need to feel like takeout sometimes. And here's the thing. It feels like takeout, which I'm like, oh, this wasn't so bad. Like, And it makes enough for four, so I had like leftovers for a couple of days at work. So I was like... Did you
0: tightly wrap it in a white carrier bag, put it outside, then knock on the door and go, I'll be out in 10 minutes?
1: No, that that was too much effort. It was too much effort on my part, but, you know, I made it. So, there we go. Anyways. All right, so drinks of the week. We know that I'm still doing damp January. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: funny. Tell another.
1: (laughs) I am doing damp January, you ass. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, moist. <laughs> oh, oh, no one likes that word. Uh, no, <laughs> it's, damp <January>. <laughs> <laughs> it's damp January. Anyways, even Mama gingers <laughs> cringing on that one. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we tried two new gin alternatives this week. Vodka was... and whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> because so,
0: no, 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 gin was the one I retasked you with finding a right. virgin alternative
1: right so I tried Cero Cero which I would give it a B and you know it tastes like gin it feels like gin then I tried Clean Co G which is what it's literally called Clean Co G it sounds like a
0: party drug
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it but they also have Clean Co B for bourbon and V for vodka and T for tequila so like there's an entire line from them just, just, have just a saying.
0: vision of you in a middle bunker going what are you on I okay. he goes I'm on clean cloak G. <laughs> like that
1: it's, sounds amazing yeah the beat's going I've been awake for four days now um, I would give it a B minus it nice. smells like pines all like it tastes a lot better than that but I was pouring it and I was like oh my god this is it was strong like I had to cut it with a lot of grapefruit like a tonic like it needed something Alright, my book of the week, which I'm going to be giving to you, yay! It's called The Golden Spoon. Mm. It is a debut novel by author Jessica Maxwell. It's essentially Bake Off meets Clue. Oh, I've heard of this one! Because I recommended it for the listeners on the NPR reading list like a few months ago. Yes, you did. Yes. So here's the thing. You have a body, page five. It then goes back in time... It takes until page 220 before the body comes back into play. It's a little bit long to wait for there to be a dead body is all I'm going to say. Did I ever lend you Dead Famous, the Big Brother one? Yes. Yes, you get it That's the same one, but that kept you really
0: going, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. This one uh, didn't quite keep me going like that. I like Dead Famous a little bit better, but I think you might like this one. It was one that I started reading and I could figure out what the plot was going to be as we were going through it. Yeah. It, it Dead, was like, I, I know what trope we're going I'm curious because I
0: do like the idea of this but Dead Famous was such a high bar for that because that's written by Ben Elton who wrote Blackadder. Right. You know. Dead Famous, I
1: mean, fantastic. Like, I love so that mystery book. So, babe,
0: for De- Dead Famous was is a book written at the height of the Big Brother fame about a murder that happens under cameras of the Big Brother house but you don't know who even gets murdered? You so it goes back and forth. You got the you've got the guy watching the tapes, mm-hmm. but you don't even know who gets murdered. Right? It's, it's such it, it won awards. It's it, such it's a great a good way history. of telling the story.
1: This one was yeah. not so much on um, that level, but, but it was, still
0: Listen, the
1: thing is, I read it all of Monday. It's like two hundred seventy pages, and I read it in like a day. So like, a okay, cake okay, can I have a three D experience. Yeah. Um. All right. So music of the week. Yes, and by Ariana Grande. Here's the thing that I'm going to say about it, yes it is popular right now, do I think it should be? No. 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 That's all I'm going to say on it.
0: My term for it, the best way to describe it for me would be, yes,
1: and? Yeah. Yeah. It tried to be Paula, but Paula's a lot better. It's
0: just a cunty song because she's dating a guy that looks like the love child of freaking her brother and Spongebob Squarepants.
1: Because he was Spongebob. Spongebob Squarepants. And, yeah. and he
0: looks like our brother. Yeah. It's creepy. It's so creepy. Oh, Very God, creepy. if my husband left me for that, I would
1: just kill myself. I'd help you do it. Thank you. <laughs> God. And my, you know, replay for the week was The Bitches Back by Elton John. I thought oh. it was appropriate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh. He yeah. played
0: Spongebob on stage in a Spongebob musical. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. they met on the Wicked set. But, but Have also, you seen a side by side of her and him and Frankie Grande?
1: You should. Yeah.
0: Now Google um, Frankie Grande and um, um, Ariana's boyfriend yeah. side by side. It's it's creepy shit. Yeah. Someone put up a tweet this week and it was like, "Oh my god!" Um, and it was like a, a SpongeBob like, "Oh wow, yeah, yeah." <laughs> Boost yeah. and they goes "Oh my god, should I buy this for my um, my boyfriends?" And someone put Ariana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we've yeah. seen. It's creepy, isn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah, we we've seen how creepy it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my musical of the week, because it is Spongebob SquarePants. <laughs> <in my face. laughs> no, it was not SpongeBob SquarePants because it snowed so much. Frozen the musical, like I had to listen to it. The one on Broadway. There we go. And hey, my movie of the week was Forty Five Years with one Charlotte Rampling that we saw together. Yeah. So, yeah. How much you what was your culture of the week? Uh
0: well mine starts off with television. I finally started Generation V, which is a boys spin-off on Amazon. It's mm. a really Uber violent two oh, pairs yes.
1: series. It, yeah. Isn't
0: it like the Academy or something? That yeah, yeah. Uh, two episodes in I'm Hookhead, Um <laughs> which I do love boys. The giant penises back. Oh they like so they have a lot of penises in it. And like this girl can shrink and like this guy, like could cookie yeah. up in college. Yeah. And she's like, he yeah, got shrink, shrink. So they
1: do the trope of the gun, yeah.
0: Yeah, so she shrinks, but she like kind of slides up and down it like a pole. It's really weird. Um, okay. Gilded Age we finished. Oh, yes. It ended really well. I have to say, not. Uh, spoiler alert, skip ahead a minute. It, like, again, I felt like it was a compressed two season arc into yeah. one season. Yeah, I get it. I did kind of get well i obviously i knew that she was going to go for cutie mccutie pie mm-hmm. who looks like a um, Bridgeton brother. Yeah, which i was very excited about and mm-hmm. but i do feel that had this been a two-season arc it would have led up to the proposal in the the race would have been who proposes, who's gonna propose right. first yeah and then the next season would have been the will they like, won't they yeah um i also yeah. as much as i everything they gave christine berinsky she she's such a good actress and it's a bit like maggie smith um cutting remarks and and cunty comments come off their tongue so oh, beautifully yes. easily you yeah.
1: he can hear the disdain yeah like, very easily. And it's very easy
0: for them to do that which <laughs> is great but i did like you know the tenderness she showed towards her brother-in-law as mm. he was dying and all that and i thought that was a lovely moment i thought the bit where she finds out her money's gone um, because you know what she went through to get that money, yeah. was excellent. She really showed her acting chops, but I do kind of feel slightly that it resolved quickly. Though I didn't want—I don't. It was a very quick result. I'm not rooting yeah. for a downfall at all. Actually, out of both of them, all of them. Mm-hmm. But I could have seen a couple of episodes of her I that tension of not that, knowing, that not knowing, be, yeah. and it was very convenient. Like the the priest the priest family had all right. that. Though I did, I was like, I, I kind of I'm not say guess, but I was like, I think that they're not going to have her go this route because this is not why we watch the show, right? Uh, it's like in Downton, you know, every other season. I mean, I love the we year. We lost the money we got. I love the year the that Grant <laughs> Grantham, they gave up even trying to write in that storyline and just had it, I did it behind your backs. And that, was, <laughs> 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 remember that? Was that season five? Yeah. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, it goes turns out Canadian railroads, I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? You know, like, yeah, like looking yeah. under the table for that plot point. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no it, really, like they literally ran out of ideas and he goes, I've been investing in Canadian railroads. I'm like, well, okay then, fine. Yeah. Um, but no, it was, I thought it was an excellent one. Mm-hmm. I did like, the how um, Cynthia Nixon held herself in the last shot and yep. she suddenly realised that though the house was not hers the staff were the,
1: role has, the roles have changed but I've liked it this
0: season they all found their stuff so I'm really hoping it, I mean how long it's going to keep going for I, that's another story I
1: think we might have two more seasons out of it
0: yeah or mm-hmm. like uh, one season in the short and full. Yeah. I have an odd feeling about it yeah uh, but no I loved that so it was a lot about the Gilded Age yeah um, yeah I always get to chat about that, don't I? Films, well, because it was snowy. Can I make one comment on it? It's
2: time for the husband's opinion. I'm really loving it, but there's one thing that's still bothering me, and it's Mr. Russell. Um, I mean, he's hot as hell, right? The butt in that trousers? Yeah, the butt in those trousers. Yeah. Baby. What, what's the issue about? No, his voice. I love his voice. And I feel like he's been narrating things, and I cannot seem to find it. So if any one of your listeners know that he might possibly be narrating something. Like, I feel like it's like oh. a... um oh. like, like, um what's his name? Ken Ken Burns. He okay. sounds like someone who would narrate a Ken Burns documentary. Have
1: you listened to IMB? IMDb?
0: will
2: have it. I yeah. think
1: I have. Look, we'll have a
2: look. We'll have a look. But yeah. I just, his voice is just, if not, just... He could just read to me all day. Kind of like when Max and I first started dating and I loved his voice. But oh. Oh. you like his
0: assistant guy as well, don't you?
2: Which one was that?
0: The, the real daddy one who the, speaks he like this. Ears.
1: The
2: G one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, mm, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right I'll give you back so <laughs> films this week I see.
0: I did not have a husband I had a bubble bear on the couch with me and a lot of snow so I finally watched Baby Driver excellent 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 mm-hmm. I watched Don't Worry Darling
1: which one was that? That
0: was the one of Harry Styles that had all that shit going on behind the scenes.
1: Oh, Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde. It's yes.
0: very good. It's mm-hmm. very aesthetically beautiful. I'm be saying, that Baby Drive is an excellent film. It's all due to his listening to music. So a lot of scenes are done in one take, and he hits beats and there's stuff in the background that hits the lyrics of the songs. Mm. So the direction on it is immense. So it's a it's a masterclass of that. Don't Worry, Darling is excellent. looks looks stunning. It's a good twist, but I'm not like, wow.
2: Mm.
0: Didn't see that fucking coming. Um, mm. But it's good. I enjoyed it, but mm. I, it's, not, it's not as long as it thinks it is. No. I, saw, I rewatched watched Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which was the second one of the new trilogy, which I'd only watched on a plane. It was too dark for a plane. Mm. Which I really loved the second time. And while for the Planet of the Apes, I'm very, very excited now for the fourth one. I love Planet of the Apes. I was a bit disappointed in myself for not seeing them. Ghostbusters Afterlife, excellent. Um, turns out, you know, Carrie Coon is now a single mum, so apparently, you know, Mr. Russell dies and she becomes a Ghostbuster. <laughs> Excited for <laughs> season three of go- um, of um, Gilded Age.
1: I mean, Bertha loses a doll and comes back to save New York City. We I go. have not
0: seen Mean Girls yet. We're going to try and see it this week, but someone looking pointedly at the husband... That snowed in at Buffalo? Well, no. He also has got to go to Boston on Tuesday and has oh. soccer on Wednesday. So if by Thursday he can make time for his husband, we'll go see Mean Girls.
1: You know you know what we call that? You're a war bride. I'm yeah. a
0: war bride. I did yeah. go and see American Fiction this week, though. The oh. one about the um, all, uh, author of colour who writes a book. Oh, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's very good. I loved it. Uh, it was excellent. He wrote the book in very much what was expected of him. It, the ending is, a, it, I, I think the ending dries out slightly. I was a little bit like, I could have seen a bit more, mm-hmm. but the actual film itself was very beautifully done and I'm, I I laughed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, sports was the Bills game, went to the bar solo. That was
1: fine, was okay. Mm-hmm. It was so good.
0: It was a good game. I did leave, I did
1: leave. Did, <laughs> did, did they win? Yeah. Well, Mama, <laughs> Mama Ginger is a
2: Steelers fan and she is very upset right now. <laughs> I'm sorry
0: I, t- I it, was, it was good I, li- I left at in the, the third quarter and then went to um, Ice Company because mm. I was a bit like overwhelmed by everyone mm. but I it was good um, Music of the Week is a late start I did, we did listen to Dolly Parton's new album Rockstar mm-hmm. it's a lot of duets a lot of covers but it's just it's really great to hear and that's where the Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball comes mm-hmm. in finally we're not doing a Christmas catch up but we are going to do an Andrew Hay catch-up. Yes. We had an Andrew Hay weekend. We did. Because I saw um, All of Our Strangers last couple weeks back. So I watched Weekend, 45 years, looking the movie, and Greek Pete, his weird-ass first film pre-weekend about a male prostitute in London called Greek Pete. Oh. It's an hour long. It's weird, but kind of like you can see the origins of him.
1: But does it feel like Tara Long? No, it's okay. like an hour. It's like an hour. Okay. Um, Where do you have all this time?
2: You
0: Where weren't here. Don't you have all this time? I get up at like 8 o'clock, <laughs> walk the dogs, and just sit, watch movies, work on my projects. I was really productive this weekend.
2: Whatever yeah. happens to when the husband's away, the mice will play.
0: I did play. I watched Charlotte I entertained Radford.
1: him.
2: I entertained him as best I could. I
0: watch. I, I, I don't. I like people, but I also like not being around people. Mm. And when you're not here, I occasionally take a gummy. Oh, and I watched the other Venom film as well. I forgot to mention that one.
1: Dear Lord. I know. You I can have a little bit movie. worried. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I get like five hours sleep a night. it's a lot of time to watch movies Um, I also re Bits of Looking
1: stop it Max (laughs) I'm really tired we are going to put settings on your television that restricts you from watching any more TV and finally my music of the week of
0: the Andrew Hay theme was John Grant, who Mm. I do adore I love his use of what in looking and in the weekend on that let's take a break I'm going to have a good long two hour nap and we'll come back yeah later.
1: Or, or go watch something go watch something
0: <laughs> i i we should have Andrew Hay film oh. well I'll be really pissed off Daniel because quite frankly we just had the loveliest chat with uh, Mama Ginge about I the Beatles and that But it, it was great it was I fantastic. didn't get my nap I didn't get my nap
1: you also didn't watch another film so I felt like that was a victory right there <laughs> I in my head watched Hard Day's Night all of it all of it I was watching Across the Universe so
2: oh
0: mm-hmm. the, Across oh, the Universe is a stunning
1: it's one of my top five like I love that film so much
0: I just yeah that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a deep dive anyway yeah. we're not talking about the future we're talking about the past
1: are you judging me
0: yes I always judge you we're gay, we judge uh, each other okay Like you've judged me on a thousand things today oh that's true Daniel, mm-hmm. the culture this week is 50 episodes.
1: I know. Ooh. I didn't think... I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't think I'd be back at 50. Really? Why not? Because, you know, the I first... Botox. No. No, not that. It's just... I, so, listeners, if you've been on the journey with us, like, I had another podcast before it was ran for 150 episodes. Like, it's a big thing to get beyond... The initial
0: seven, isn't it? Seven. Yeah.
1: So, like, to get back to 50 again, I'm like, oh, this is a big deal. Like, ugh.
0: We've lasted uh. longer than the Kardashian marriage.
1: Oh, <laughs> twice as long. Like, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've lasted, we've lasted longer. And Britney. Oh, and no. Britney. Well, oh. Britney admits
0: that that was not the best
1: one. Yeah, if you had read the book, which don't. <laughs> 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 she admits it was a mistake, but it's it's
0: the it's, it's, it's an episode of anniversary. It's our fiftieth yes. episode. Yes, it's tomorrow. will also be my eighth year in the country. Yes, it shall which be. Which is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Eight years in this country, and my accent has clearly slipped into nothing.
1: Yes, I mean you're mistaken for what? Someone from New York at this point.
0: <laughs> I'm more likely to get Australian no i get australian a lot
1: mm, only whenever you eat the marmite in front of them
0: no they don't eat marmite because australians are too pussy for marmite they have to have vegemite it's like watered down marmite and i will fight you on that i will fight your kangaroos like woody island so is it the kiwis that do it no the kiwis just do the kiwi bit oh.
1: i don't know okay all right daniel yes, yes. love you yeah, do you? I don't know. I have questions at night. <laughs> so
0: what do you think over the years has been the most defining piece of culture for you?
1: Uh, a little bit ironic. Um, don't you think? Possibly. <laughs> uh, yes, I oh, I often think that. that? <laughs> um, was actually interviewing your parents? I loved that culture episode. That
0: was... I'm going to crack a beer right now. There we go. Um, okay.
1: No, that
0: was... The episode I got the most loveliest feedback on
1: yeah
0: uh not not really so we I, the one thing i will say is that over the last year that we've had such a lovely general connection with people and other podcasts it's been really nice to connect with people and i've this year I've seen the downside of twitter x <laughs> <Ooh>. i have <laughs> also but also seen the upside of it where i've developed a really good community of podcasters mm-hmm. And most of my podcast mates, including Lovely Dustin from the We Watched Cat podcast, just got back and said that interview with my parents was really lovely.
1: I loved doing that interview. Like, it was just wonderful. Just having a conversation with them about what they thought about American culture. That was, that was the purest moment for Bitches of Beards, I'm going to put it that way.
0: I have to ask, were you kind of shocked how Americano Americana it got?
1: Oh, totally. And I was surprised by a couple of the answers, too like then watch my mum
0: like, yeah. watching uh, I Love Lucy and loving Arnaz Junior
1: yeah I was just like wait where are you coming from was it from Desi with
0: or Ricky on it no was Ricky. It, Ricky yeah
1: Ricky it was
0: Ricky yeah, yeah. See, that was her crush I'm not. Like, I never knew that Paul yeah. McCartney's angry
1: right you know it was, it was it was a little bit shocking like the answers but it was like very wholesome with the answers but I think that was probably my favourite culture moment for I us. think
0: mine was Gwyneth and the ski trial mm-hmm. and only because I felt that when we did this look like, like the Hubs has always been one of our biggest supporters on this but he also does look at me and go what the fuck are you talking about and why right. does anyone care and then Gwyneth hit someone on the bunny slope and it turned into a, a court case and I felt like it answered the it answered the question that no one it asked a question that we'd been answering for like eight weeks previous right. and that for what me is, what was is yeah, and it was Gwyneth in a black ski suit
1: so I, but I will say my runner-up was us going and watching the Errors movie and then coming back immediately and recording it. Like That was also a pure reaction moment. Yes. Coming like back It was up. like, we've just done an event and we're high off of that. Just put out the microphone and like, let's go for go it. Go for
0: it. And I think we're going to do that again with the Oscars. Because I think the yeah. Oscars this year is going to be a lot of culture. Yeah. There's yeah, something weird brewing. I don't know what it is. Last mm. year was a quiet year because the year before had been the slap year. Yeah. This year is going to be interesting. I think the Golden Globes showed that there's room for culture and yeah. gossip. Yeah. So that brings us on to um, what was the story that we discussed that stuck the most in your heads?
1: You know, I'm going to be very honest. Anything Barbie. Yeah. Like, I feel like Barbie was on repeat. Taylor Swift was also on repeat. But like, they were defining moments in the culture. Yeah. But I feel like there was always a reference back to one of them in some way or somehow.
0: Mine isn't as classy. Uh, Of course not. Mine was a shit on the dance floor. Of course it was. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. Literally. So uh, Mama Ginger's in the house. And you don't know this, but my cousin, we went to visit him in Edinburgh, Scotland. And he had been listening to the podcast. And when a girl had basically an office party at a nightclub in Edinburgh drank something or taken something did a full body pop on a dance floor went down arched and came back up and shut herself on the dance floor and we had a, a special celebrity come in Mrs. Sureflame Mrs. Sureflame to to read the story Isn't
2: it Mrs. Shorefire?
0: Surefire? Surefire it could or could not have been someone I'm married to, yeah. but read What's it beautifully, say. this story about someone that literally did a poo on a dance floor. Yeah. And quite funny. but it was just the ultimate story.
1: It was it was iconic in the worst way possible. <laughs> but talking of ultimate stories, what story from your personal
0: life have you actually enjoyed? You
1: know, I've liked opening it up to the listeners and they've been along the journey with the priest. I'm not going to lie.
0: Yeah, the priest story kept everyone gaggooping ready for it.
1: I mean, it kept me Gadget group too. There were ups and downs. There are still ups and downs, so there we go.
2: I have to say that's usually the number one question I get is is priest real?
1: Yeah. Priest is real. <laughs> yeah, priest and is real. and if
2: he is really a priest.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. More a pastor, but he looks handsome in his stuff. I was a yeah. little bit like, ooh.
1: I've seen him in a dog collar.
0: I bet you have. Woof. No! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dear Lord, I'm going to have to retract for that. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Oh, he
0: likes that. <laughs> <laughs> My personal story was the North Carolina trip. Uh, when we oh, got, when the uh, the car blew up at a Wendy's. Oh, and, then the, and then we ended up under a Confederate flag getting pulled out of a um, motel and then taken back to DC with someone that hated Miley Cyrus and then their tow truck broke down. I mean, you can't make that shit up
1: it was the journey of the damned as i like to call it. i sat there
0: in that car i the husband hubs and i had decided were we gonna say we were a couple it turned out red was pretty cool the individual driving us but he was asleep on my not the red was not asleep on my shoulder but um the hubs was and i was just writing everything down and when the when the tow truck broke down um, also I, I say that the story I love was having my parents on again that was a really yeah. lovely episode
1: I, lo- I love that one so much so <laughs> I, I'm asking all the
0: questions because I kind of wrote them but anyway no but I think uh, it's good for you dude. Taylor Swift is the third member of the team if you ignore the priests, hubs and the, the beasties why does she have such an influence over the podcast
1: so I've thought about this for a moment you know this has really been her year you thought year, about it for an era for an era or two you know <laughs> This has really been her moment this year of, like, she is Time Person of the Year. She has almost single-handedly saved the American economy and locations, her and Beyoncé. She released three albums this year to re-records. One was her... Midnight's? Yes. She had the film... But I think the reason why she has done so well and is the third member is she is so much more approachable than some people. Like she's not Madonna, who's like, "Oh, we're all doing the red strings now. I've got the sex book, and we're all doing this." No one can achieve that. But Taylor Swift's like, "I've got my friends and I've got my cats." Do you want some wine? Like that is so approachable. And like, she's
0: got Travis Kelsey. and I know. Right. Over, I mean, over. that
1: is unapproachable and unattainable. But it's just like she is the most approachable like musical star right now that we have if that makes sense. No one else is going to... You can't emulate Beyonce and you can't emulate being, I don't know... She. It looks like Katy exhausting Perry, it's to be just like,
0: Beyonce. Yeah. It looks exhausting to be Beyonce.
1: Right. But it looks comfy
0: to be Taylor Swift. Yeah,
1: because she's like, I've got a cardigan on. I'm going to play. I know? love
0: the fact she <laughs> le- she arrives at a concert in an icebox. Yeah. She leaves her with a glass of white wine and then Travis, when she called him out in a song, it cut to him, and he had a bag of chips in his hands. Right. And I'm just like, first of all, Travis Kelsey clearly eats chips. You right. know, I'm like, i loved that for her.
1: Well, she, she's having life. I mean, she literally had an interview when someone's like, well, what do you do whenever you feel sad? And she's like, I get a cat. And what do you do if you still feel sad? you get another cat and another one? And you're just like... Yeah, girl, you get a cat. <coughs>
0: like. the, the, the thing has always been, and my mum, my mum, who is the guiding patron saint of this podcast, she truly is. is. It's always been a celebrity has to get the joke, and Madonna's never got the joke. No. She's never understood why... You can talk funny. to Don
1: French and Jim Saunders about they, that they. Well, they you yeah.
0: read a lot of their books and they fucking... Read.
1: Yeah, I know the animosity but, there.
0: <laughs> but Taylor Swift was made the joke, and then she made the Reputations album right. about it. And quite frankly, she doesn't give a shit. She became a fucking billionaire this year. right? You know, she's dating... He's not everyone's taste. I think he's a... Fucking handsome man, mm-hmm. uh, quite yeah. frankly. He's got a brother. The thing is, his older brother's married with kids, so you know that he's looking up to that response. If his older brother was a mess, then you know that that's an issue, yeah. but he wants to settle down. His mum is ready with that tater tot casserole, right? <laughs> and quite, but also, is that uh, and, and actually, what's been interesting is that they've also spoken a lot about the relationship and said you know you'll think that my first, our first date was me in that booth she goes no, that's, no then we let you know that we were dating yeah
1: like we were together before that but like, he's
0: always like cuz i like the fact he has a lot of interesting like he wears like some like boutique fashion and mm-hmm. stuff and he likes that is there's a posh and bex vibe about them yeah, i will be yeah. i'm not and i would i don't know i just feel that but she's more bit,
1: approachable than posh yeah like that's the thing like she is but it's po- more approachable the thing
0: is that the thing with posh is that you a little bit like i remember my parents one time saying to me why do you never ask us for like money for clothes like when we were kids not <laughs> now but you know and they said we didn't know we could do that said, you can always do that i think posh it was like that in that like we didn't know she was that approachable and turns out she was fucking highly approachable. <laughs> she goes whoops it was a bit too much. You know. <laughs> but no Taylor is just I think Taylor somehow managed to make the ultimate lifestyle obtainable. Yeah. Whereas Madonna and Beyoncé put it behind a fucking barrier. And Beyoncé should I mean I fucking love her for what she right. does but I don't know Taylor and even do you know what bringing back her ex-boyfriend for a music video and then doing a photo shoot with his the all-called Taylor it I don't know she just doesn't let anything phase and then she has a joke called out about her on the Golden Globes and what she do? She can lift a glass of champagne to her lips and just drinks it and drinks it and it becomes a fucking gift which yeah. is saved on my phone now because I'm going to need it for everything this next year.
1: I might have used it twice this week already with other phones. I've used it more <laughs> times than that. Uh, yeah.
2: You know. <laughs> All I'm saying is Buffalo better be ready for that. She better get herself a little bit of Labatt Blue and just sip that at the chiefs. But the thing is watch, you know, her, she'll watch be fine. Mr. Kelsey lose.
1: She will be fine. But she's she but the, fine. the jacket
2: she wears is
0: a custom made one and it's all that. She I don't know, she just knows to work a crowd. She'll do something. I, I guarantee. I don't want to guarantee actually, I can't. I guarantee. Um But I don't know, I just think she gets it. She gets yeah. what she wants to do. But someone said, and this is going to move be on because time is ticking but her and Travis um, she was doing the Golden Globes Travis was doing his game in the same city was essentially like the finale for High School Musical
1: yeah (laughs) when Vanessa
0: Hudgens and Zach had to get together again and like I've got to go my
1: own way but
0: all Taylor Swift fans grew up in that generation We're, We're literally watching Troy and what was her name? Gabrielle. Gabrielle, I don't no. know. She's Vanessa Hudgens to me. She's cozy woozy Well, there you go. Moving on. Mm-hmm. What has been the best thing about doing this pod, apart from literally wanting to punch me in the face for talking too much?
1: Uh, no, but it's actually sitting here and having people hear our conversations that we'd be having on a Friday night anyways. Like, that's the thing. Doing it with you. Like, there we go.
0: Can I be honest? Yes. No, that's not <laughs> Uh No. Um, I have had the shittest weeks Mm -hmm. and it's been an interesting year. Mm -hmm. 2023 really tested my
1: limit. I'm aware of that.
0: And it's been a lot of fun. Sometimes stressful to edit edit this afterwards. (laughs) But but it has been nice that no matter how bad my week has been, that I get to sit here with you, and we turn it into something, and I get people... 50 people listening oh, <laughs> well, so many people listen cry. to it I'm but it's been nice to turn it into a product and yeah. I think no matter when you do a podcast no matter how bad your week has been you turn it into something and um, the late great Carrie Fisher always said take your broken heart and turn it into art and I think that's what podcasting is yeah, all about yeah I,
1: I think that's you
0: know every week we do that you know? so asking that how has this changed your view on culture?
1: I think it's made me be a little bit more aware of how much in tune I am with modern culture, if that makes sense. Because yes. I'm the historian and I like look back at stuff, but it's like Oh, no, I actually pay more attention to stuff than I realized I did before doing this podcast. I mean,
0: the example this week was a friend said they were coming from so-and-so, and I went, oh, have a good Silkwood shower. And everyone's oh, yeah. like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh, God, we are like... Everyone <laughs> jokes. My The joke is always going to be that when I turn 40, I, I'm going to have a birthing party because everyone said, you were born 40. Yeah, But, no, I do... I think I paid special attention to culture. Yeah. I think... I have been more accepting that even if I don't like it, it's had a ripple effect. Yeah. And I've appreciated the campness of that. And sometimes the ridiculousness of it. But then, talking about ridiculous people, Mm -hmm. what have you learned about yourself? Uh,
1: That I can be ridiculous sometimes. (laughs) Most times. Um, What have I learned about myself? mm, mm. uh, I've learned that I can deliver most weeks if I have to, if that makes sense. Like... Yeah, I can rally. Like I can have the bad weeks, like you're talking about, and be like, okay, it's here for Friday night. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start the weekend.
0: I think my big thing is being I'm very insular, and I think people won't realize that cause I'm kind of chatty when I get around people I like. But I've had uh this year; it's been very retrospective, and I put myself out there. And my husband is a performer. And he's also like modelled because he's gorgeous. And
2: <laughs> sorry, wow! Sorry. No, he is no, big, he laughed. You no. Just leave it at performer. <laughs> you have <and> child model. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's fucking hilarious that you've had a Kodak photo shoot. I have, but anyway. But it is it's funny that he went through some stuff as well as a child performer, and he's also like. <laughs> I've never put myself out there this year, and like, especially someone like my husband has no no said says, says to me that you need to put yourself out there. But you need to do your project, you know your projects more. You need to get them out there. So for the first, this is the first time I've ever actually because you had like a hundred and fifty yeah. episodes. You had like three years of, of, of yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. It's my first time I've actually put myself out there and. I know, and this is a fifty-year, a fifty-episode apology. That when I get nervous, I speak fast. My accent is is strong, and it's not. I'm not useless. I'm just very British. (laughs) Um, And having like to have sit there and and have have people that I love say that you need to slow down. You do this. You do that. So I've learned a lot about even I, I'm looking into this lovely microphone right now. I, It's It's been a quite a intense year of like public speaking, mm-hmm. but then I've had at work where I've like filled in and done some voiceover stuff from videos I make that, where people have gone, "Oh, your voice has changed, or oh, your cadence is different or that. But it's been a fucking massive learning curve.
1: I mean, the thing is, like, you should learn everything. You should learn something from each record, like, and take it and then make the next one better. We've learned to drink less. We have.
0: This is probably not the one to do it on, because we are having a one-too-many, but, you know. But, no, I I do think this year has been a very interesting year. And especially, I edit this podcast, so I have to listen to my voice. And I, I think I sound like a lot of my brother, which annoys me, because you know that I'm not in a good place with him at the moment you're anti-brother so I hear my brother in my head and I'm going I could kill you um, <laughs> but no I think I think for me I don't want to be generic about this but it's been a very intense learning curve about putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and I, I want to thank my, my husband for like sort of helping me but I could not have done it without you Daniel like sing
2: out Louise <laughs> but I
0: could not have done it without someone that I did not feel had faith in me because I have a weird personality. I have... I, That's why I, I love you. <laughs> I niche stuff that the niche have not niched yet.
1: You have niched the niche. Niched.
0: But on that, before we get too close to sound like one of us are going to prison, mm. um, Daniel, what do you think the culture of 2024 is going to be? So
1: I'm actually going to take this question and combine it with the next question which is what are you hoping this podcast will be in this coming year that you've got? I'm going to say... Mm that you know the past three weeks essentially like for me at least doing stuff for this podcast was a little bit of a safe haven because i didn't go to the washington post and read the political stance of what was going on with the primaries or anything i was going on to vogue and i was looking at you know the latest fashion from the emmys (laughs) and you know i was looking at you know the most recent music release and i hope that this podcast becomes a safe haven for those people like we're a nice even kill voice and it's just a nice hour that people can have. Like that is my hope for this next year is like we're just a nice warm little spot. I like honest- a cup of tea.
0: I honestly think you've put it into words because I'm my, my my writing here what what does what does my answer? The election. It's gonna get fucking nasty this year. Yeah. It's gonna be a really if we think twenty sixteen was bad, if we think twenty twenty is bad, this year is Will be worse. It's 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 gonna be horrible, mm-hmm. and it's it's not gonna end well. No. And I and I I I move. I said I moved to this country eight years tomorrow. Mm-hmm. For I I really love this country, and I'm really. I'm gonna be blunt and say something controversial. I'm really ashamed of what is descended to. I think a lot more. Of that's to the right-hand side of people allowing themselves to get into stuff, but I'm. It's going to not be pretty. So I really, again, hope. And we are, we are going to. If there's a camp incident, mm. I'm sorry. What? What's? Um, if she enters the race again, I guarantee I'll follow her campaign to the bitter end because <laughs> that woman is nuts <laughs> crazy. Um, and mm. and let's see what happens next. But mm. I I do wholeheartedly a thousand percent agree that we should not be anything political next year no nope. everyone knows where we lie everyone knows what we want mm-hmm. if you don't you can dm dm us dm us please now yes but, please. <laughs> but we will let you know but if you are entering this podcast thinking that we are voting for someone and appreciate someone and his two creepy someone's um <laughs> and the daughter that went somewhere <laughs> then you're very much wrong <laughs> But I do think, and I hope the culture next year is more Taylor Swift. Is more people just, I think it's be a sisterhood next year.
1: I want it to be creative. I want it to be joyful. I want it to be, like I said, I want this to be a nice cup of tea. Like, a nice hour for people.
0: Steeped for five minutes with a yes. splash of milk and not too much sugar, people. Come on now.
1: Or no milk or sugar. And if you're making
0: up. the pot, one each for the person and one for the pot. Yes. On that note, Daniel, should we end this? Yes, we should. I've got a gagged and gooped. All
1: right, you go for it. I've got a word.
0: Right. The gagged and gooped is so stupid. <laughs> so, I love you, Cousin Jenna, but you thought that you could out-gag and goop me with a story I'm vamping without a feather bow. But I
1: will also say this, Jenna, you also sent me this story, and... We see what you're doing. You're playing us. You're playing us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I can't find a story. So I'm not going to name
0: names. But was it a Florida people? I don't know. Sure, it's Florida people. It was essentially a stepdad married his stepdaughter. Yeah. Shit happens when you party naked. Or something. So, Cousin Jenna, love you. But honey, I'm from Croydon. I actually went to school with someone that married his (gasps) stepmom.
3: No. Really?
0: I did.
1: No. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, a guy that I was friends with, it turns out married his stepmom because his dad married a much younger. And essentially she married his dad.
1: The dad died. No divorce. Oh no! They had an affair. Oh shit! Oh, oh. shit. <laughs> and uh.
0: they, the stepmom and the dad, divorced, and he married his stepmom. How old but they was were, he? No, they were the same. So the, the, the so son and stepmom were the same age. Step the dad would have been the older guy. Oh
1: my god, this is creepy. On so many levels.
0: And. The trouble was, though, that he had a very unique name. Name was which is not a generic name. No. I will beat that. It sounds hilarious. Um, But yeah, and then on their wedding day, she still used her married name on the wedding. So the wedding announcement said
1: (laughs) (laughs) was the dad at the wedding? I Ooh, don't know <laughs> what
0: it was, but they lived yeah. down. There. You know the, the the long road down the bottom. My parents, they lived down there. Yeah, he used to play. Oh, with, really? He used to play with them. Yeah, he oh, made his stepmom. Oh my wow. god! Wow. But it was a little. It wasn't a grooming. because like, I know a lot of these situations are where it's grooming, and there's a huge one at the moment with fostering and all that, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But this was literally his dad married younger, and then she met his son.
1: I was gonna make a joke about did she have a daughter named Stacy. Stacy's mom, mom has got, got it going, going on. on.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry, I was like... <laughs> I thought the same thing earlier. <laughs> but then clearly we didn't go down that road, I so never do mind. want to say
0: <laughs> my second in line gagged and goop story was a guy got five women pregnant at once and he held a joint baby shower for all of
1: them. No! Wait, say that again? He
0: got five women pregnant all at once. <laughs> Clearly, he needs to use a prophylactic. Like five different times, um, <laughs> but they're all oh. pregnant, and eventually the women just went. Well, I guess we're in this together. It takes a village, <laughs> and they're like sister
1: wives. Really? Sister wife. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: but they're not. I, I, oh. they don't. I think there's going to be a. Re- I think honestly, TLC is going to do reality TV. Series. How have they this. not? Yeah, I oh. think. But now he realise that he got five women pregnant. Oh, oh
1: wow!
0: And Daniel please say your word of the day is prophylactic Wait, no.
2: can I just say that's worse than being in Kentucky <laughs> sorry mama James. Oh. he oh.
3: has to be funny oh. at one point in his life <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's your word prophylactic no it's just not that. just say no.
1: <laughs> pull out the word is pull out no Calendar <laughs> kinds of method uh, I know alright so the word of the week is frowzy which is habitually unkipped so your hair was a little bit frowsy today <laughs>
2: Well, if it's eventually,
1: it wouldn't be today. It would be your hair is frowsy. Right. Period. Period. Yes. Do you have a gagged and gooped? I don't. How can
0: I gag and I've got God. No. Do you have a a petticoat lane? No,
1: I don't have a. Well, I do have a petticoat lane. Go on. I was only supposed to have three meetings today. I ended up having seven today. Please do not schedule last minute meetings on a Friday. Like, no one wants them. No one needs them. Like, please don't do it. It's my Friday. I need to rest, even if I'm at work. (laughs)
0: I'm going I'm to preempt Petticoat Lane. I, I'm, I'm preempting our Petticoat Lane. Like, can American Airlines not fuck about Mama Junge one more time? We love having her here, but she just wants to go home to her dog. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry.
0: And Well,
2: explain where she came from. She's been stuck in Buffalo. She's yeah, been
0: stuck I can't in Buffalo.
1: Remember the last time I've been home. <laughs> she was meant
0: to come home Tuesday. We were meant to have a stay Tuesday. It's now uh-huh. Friday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, just. Please get this sainted woman home.
1: No, oh.
2: <laughs>
0: Daniel, it's, we've had 50 episodes. Over 50 episodes. Have we covered everything?
1: Darling, we have barely even set the agenda. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Cheers. You've
1: been listening to Bitches with Beards. I've been Max. And I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.
0: Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use.
1: We'll see you next week, unless we're cancel. Cheers.
0: Cheers.